0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 37th episode of the Pay to Play podcast. I'm Frank Guybe, uh, living here in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm with James Eddukowski out there. James, how are, you, how are you doing out there? How was that drive back after uh, Thanksgiving back to Cleveland?
1: It was great. You know, we had a nice night at 3 a.m., Taco Bell, you name it, all the good stuff. And then woke up the next morning around 7 to get home, pack myself up, and yeah about an eight-and-a-half, nine-hour drive back here. Uh, things are good. Work's busy and life's busy, but that's that's the fun of it. Uh, big, a lot of, a lot of stuff we want to cover on this episode, Frank, and some of it revolving around uh, the Ohio State basketball team making their way down uh, to what they call the Research Triangle Park, where I live, later this week. And, uh, yeah, we got an interview coming up with uh, Ohio State basketball manager Devin Morrow. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. I know you are too. But what else do we got coming in this episode, Frank?
0: Yeah, looking forward to talking with D10 about uh, the Ohio State team, uh, number six in the country right now, by the way. But we also got to talk about that Ohio State um, and their whopping of the Michigan Wolverines in Ann Arbor. Um, also, then upcoming NCAA football this weekend, uh, Alabama went down, they're out, uh, it opens the door for Utah and Oklahoma. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then we got some NFL playoff discussion, a little bit about the Browns and how they effed up. Um Yep. And then James, why why we think the market um, is going to maybe continue to uh, be in this great bull run for another another month end out the year strong and maybe even into twenty twenty. Let's not
1: put words in my mouth. We'll uh, we'll get to that later in the episode. (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't ask you about how you were doing, but uh, I just wanted to get the show on the road. You know, kind of down some of these episodes. Well,
0: uh, well, let's let's get right to what's our fun fact. What's coming up? Fun fact.
1: Oh man, you know, one holiday last week. Great holiday and Thanksgiving. Even better holiday uh, this week. I, I love it. <laughs> I don't uh, know about that. <laughs> St. Nicholas Day, December 6th. Uh, wow, what a day that is. Our fun fact is just about St. Nicholas himself. Not, not everyone knows, you know, you put your shoe outside. I'm sure everyone still does it. Um, but I mean, the origin of it?
0: Santa Claus is St. Nick.
1: Exactly. I, no, I think people understand that portion. But why are you putting your shoe outside on the night of December 5th? Uh, you, if you don't do that, okay. One, you're a fool. Let's just get that across. Yeah. If you two, don't put your sh-
0: you get gifts. You yeah, get exactly.
1: Gifts if you don't put if you don't put your shoes out, <laughs> All right, you're not going to get two. Gifts.
0: What's two? What's two?
1: What's the second thing about the holiday? Or oh, you know, the, you're right. That's what I well, was getting. Why into. is it? Well, yeah, we <laughs> got. So, the, like Saint Nicholas, um, the reason you do it is because he leaves gifts in sh- children's shoes, like. He was known to have done it back in his day and age, uh, and it's actually the idea of uh, from where Christmas stockings originated. So, people hanging their stockings by the mantle. Uh, you also have Saint Nick to thank for that. Uh, the man just was an animal when it came to being kind and generous. You know, it's kind of weird to think of him in that nature, but a true, uh, the, the true face of generosity. And uh, so, yeah. to that end, like. Well just the fun fact about him is that he's that cool that he made people put their shoes out. Next thing you know, they're doing it here in the twenty first century still and uh and if you're not, again, you should start doing it you, because you
0: think you think you could get away with like just putting uh like gifts and stuff in other people's shoes and little kids' shoes, like Saint Nick, if I just started doing that to random people. Yeah, I think you, you, could, you <laughs> I think you... I think I'd get arrested. You know, this guy gets like a holiday Um, I I think you might get arrested today.
1: To be fair, he was doing it 17 centuries ago. 17 (laughs) centuries ago, he uh, passed away December of... uh, Actually, the 3rd of December. So, as we record this, on December 3rd, uh, I'd like to wish him what would have been a great uh, (laughs) anniversary.
0: I'm
1: trying to think. No, this would have been like 2000-something birthday. Um,
0: No, death day. Oh, birthday? Birthday. Death day.
1: Well... I'm just my head's too much math for
0: me on the day. All right, no worries. Let's let's keep going on. Um you know, put your shoes out and if if you don't celebrate the holiday, let's just turn it into a holiday. Just put your shoes out on Friday. Or is it it's Thursday night into Friday. Yes. Um
2: but
1: hold, hold on, here's an actually let, let me have this uh <laughs> cap off the fun fact. I love reading this stuff. So research on his remains uh came out in 2005 that shows he was only 5 feet tall and that he had a broken nose. And probably never knew it so those are the fun facts on saint nicholas you won't get anywhere else uh other than on this podcast pay to play for all things sports gambling and saint nicholas facts or on KidsConnect.com. i'd like to shout out our source on that uh well, yeah
0: in, in the holiday spirit though um we're gonna be giving stuff away too just like saint nicholas uh many many years ago and that's because we are running a little uh just uh fun a uh, contest called Twenty Five Days of Pickmas, and it's just getting started. Uh, we're only into day three here today as we record. Um, the public lost big day one, James, in this contest. Basically, you guys just have to go to our Instagram at Pay To Play Pod, and we're gonna be doing a daily Instagram poll of uh, sports spread of that day, and uh, the person with the best uh, best percentage guesses, uh, you know, will become a pay to play sharp, and uh, we'll win fifty dollars. On Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a great payout. Someone's going to wake up very happy. You don't even have to put your shoe out. Just give us your Venmo, probably.
0: Uh, yeah, and... at the end. We would send it's you a... Bitcoin if you really want. But uh, 80% of the voters <laughs> uh, on game one uh, took the Patriots uh, minus three against the Texans, and the Texans won. So 80% of the public was wrong there. James and I were both from the Texans. We could, we're the only ones that can see the uh, percentages like before we pick.
1: That doesn't mean I'm going to use that to my advantage. I'm going to still yeah. pick whatever public I think going to happen. Public one
0: day, too. The public one day, too, with the Seahawks. Um, but uh, it's exciting stuff, guys. Win $50 just literally it takes you less than two seconds to get into the pool.
1: It's a lot of fun. You're going to see some good, some good facts on the trends before you have to make that yeah.
0: pick. So. And, and you'll be an official sharp if you win, and then you can be uh, kind of making guest calls on our podcast in the future and may, maybe we could have the winner on the podcast
1: too i yeah I'm oh good. for sure Depends on who the winner is. So let's let's put an asterisk on that one. Yeah. Not just throwing away guest appearances. We want listeners here too. So, uh,
0: maybe we'll do a higher sell of people. We want to have as guests sometimes.
1: All right. So Frank, I think, I think at this point we are good to hop into our interview. I think, uh, people have been waiting long enough. D 10, Devin Morrow, current student at the Ohio state university. And, uh, one heck of a basketball manager from what I'm told, uh, I never had him as my manager. You went to high school with him. Uh, a lot of good things about this kid. But I think, Frank, without any further ado, uh, let's head right into the interview.
0: We'd like to welcome in D10, Devin Morrow, uh, to the podcast. Devin, how is it going today? How is Ohio State, the campus be buzzing
2: this time of year? Uh thanks for having me on. First of all, the campus is buzzing, you know. Got got a couple couple highly ranked teams here in Columbus, so things are going well. It's finals week, but can't complain. World finals week. Well finals are on that do- on the docket right now. Uh I got uh human development and family science this week. So that one uh should be pretty easy. Pretty easy. Pretty oh wow. Good stuff. Uh,
1: I like that. I like that out of you, Devin. I was going to say some people would say, "Man, I'm really, really dreading this one. It could be tough." And here you Family are, Family science, all studied up over there. You're ready to go. You said, "I've read the book. Don't, don't test me on that. I'm good to go." That, that gets me going. Uh, I'd be,
2: prepa- I had be prepared for that with this pod coming up. You know, like yeah, prioritization. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you also uh,
0: you have a big game coming up. You know, you're managing Ohio State basketball. Um, you know, take us, take us through your time with Ohio State basketball first up, um, uh, how you got involved, um, and then kind of how you, what you've done, what's your role and what's the schedule like as a, as a manager at a,
2: at a high level program. Um, so I started before the summer going into my sophomore year. Um, I got connected with one of the coaches through John McCullough. And so I started, started up in the summer doing workouts every couple days. Johnny Man. Yeah, Johnny Mac. As, <laughs> as far as like the the job entails, I mean, it it has a ton of perks. You get you get gear, free travel, uh, coaching staff's awesome. I'm looking to stay in basketball, so that's that's good to grow that network. But um, as far as like day to day stuff, we do a bunch of stuff with film, and then there's 15 of us, so we got guys who are like on the court, like me, just looking like a bum out there against all these division one athletes. So um, mostly my job on the court and the film room and then uh, running to get diet Coke for coach hold at the local subway whenever he needs it. <laughs> so that has he's got a lot gotta watch, He's got to
0: watch his figure. He
2: sticks with the diet. I like it. Yeah. He sticks with the diet. sticks with, Only, <laughs> only fountain only fountain from subway. No, he doesn't like the, like the canned diet Coke. So <laughs> a I guess a if you science. win, you can choose. Yeah. You can be you can be picky as long as you win. Yeah, any I knew he I knew he's a good-looking guy. Like I knew that I knew
1: that much like you hear you hear some girls calling him out like, "Oh, what a what a good-looking dad." Uh, <laughs> but you didn't know the magic behind how he got that way and how he stayed how he stays that yeah, way. Man. So
2: that's that's stuff you you don't find everywhere. It's all on the diet coke. I
0: like that. Um any any funny stories or any good stories from uh, you know, managing either some of the players or just the managers themselves having some fun. I'm,
2: you got to uh, have something. Honestly, it, ha- it happens on the day-to-day. You have the times where you got the five ten five ten guys getting dunked on by Caleb or I'm one time this happened to me. We do this full court transition drill, and it's – I mean, you, you have Caleb who – shout out to him, he's lost a little weight, but he's still a big boy uh i'm holding i'm holding the pad at one end and he's sprinting down trying to trying to get position on me in the post as if i stand any threat but so i've uh taken a couple of spills as far as that goes but i don't know too many other stories i i can't really think of them off the top of my head oh no that's funny i would not want to be in caleb's way either that's
0: like a lebron charge you just don't want to yeah, take that basically Um, But, yeah, let's talk about this team, Uh, James. What do you want to ask him about about this current Ohio State team?
1: Uh, Just the team in general. Can you give us an (laughs) overview, like, any guys that really stand out to you that are new in that locker room or anybody that has taken on, like, a leadership, like, veteran presence or anything like that?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's an easy answer, but it kind of – we mentioned him, like, it all starts with Caleb. I think uh, I've definitely seen a difference between last year and this year just because he he did declare and he did a couple NBA workouts with like the Celtics and Hawks and I think that was like a really eye-opening experience um, so I mean he, like he doesn't shut up at practice he's always getting on guys and obviously he has that respect level but um, I mean everybody nowadays is saying how young we are but we start we start a couple sophomores and a couple juniors and one senior so I I don't really consider us young but we do have some youth that's Like, DJ Carton is a highlight waiting to happen. I'm really excited to see him versus Cole Anthony tomorrow. And then, I mean, EJ Liddell, his body, we always joke about. He was built to play in the Big Ten, whether it's football or basketball. But uh, (laughs) Caleb versus Cole – or DJ versus Cole should be pretty exciting tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to ask uh, next. So, yeah, this this pod will come out, and it will be released on Wednesday. So – a lot of people will be listening, you know, probably getting ready for the game, uh, getting pumped, listening to this. Uh, what, what do you think we can expect? Do you think it's going to be a fast-paced game? You know, Roy Williams has always kind of encouraged a uh, quick, p- quick pace of play, and they're a team that will fire up threes uh, at a moment's notice. And typically, I think, in years past with uh, Coach Holtman, they've been like a slow-down kind of team, and they want to make their opponent use all 30 seconds on the shot clock if possible so I, what what do you expect in in this one?
2: Um, right, Coach Holt does like to slow it down a little bit, but we do play. At le- we always have at least two guards, sometimes two point guards on the floor together. So we'll definitely look to push, but I'm sure, especially in that in that environment, we will be sl- having to slow it down a little bit. Look high, low to Caleb, and kind of lean on him, but like. You, when you get DJ Carden out in the open floor, there's not much you can do as a coach to tell him to slow down. So but I'm sure I'm sure it will be a very up and down game. I would expect a high scoring one, but we'll see how they're falling tomorrow night. Are you traveling with are Maggie you traveling in, with the team? Sorry. I'm I am not. No. We get um we get to pick the older you are, the more trips you get to go on. So I get to go on like seven or eight this year. But I pick the NCAA Big Ten, and then I'm headed to Vegas for uh, our matchup with Kentucky, oh, which you're, is you're really a pretty good guy. game. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna spend a couple days in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's exciting. Um,
0: what do we got, James?
1: I was gonna say I was I was gonna say I was a little disappointed you didn't want to come see me. That's fine, <laughs> I get it. If if it's me or Vegas, I there's only so
2: much <laughs> I can do there. But uh, don't take it personally.
1: I mean, I am, but we'll all <laughs> look past it. Like, I'm pumped. I'm going to be in attendance, going nuts. Uh, we'll be drinking responsibly, of course, of course but just, of course. you know, a couple to uh, make sure they can hear my voice all the way from the rafters of the Dean Dome. Uh, there's been some debate like, James, would you wear UNC apparel? Because people know that's where I wanted to go to school before I got to Ohio State. Uh, no, no chance in.
2: Change no man. chance in.
1: He double hockey sticks. I will be wearing a number four Aaron Craft basketball jersey. Uh, I will be going. I might even still be in some work clothes. You know, I'm a hardworking guy. I'm gonna go straight from the office to to the arena. Uh, maybe maybe get a little food in me to uh, sustain. It's a 9:30 tip. It's kind of a late yeah, start. Yeah, that's, tough. So, that's uh, tough.
2: Long day. Eastern after time. Office. I'm
1: gonna. Well, it could be. <laughs> uh, I know. You never know what's getting thrown at you. Um, but yeah, Frank, you want to take us into our next topic here?
0: Yeah. I was just going to ask, you know, you think this team, I just want to ask this team, you know, last year, Ohio state won a tournament game the year before won a tournament game. Does this team look better to you than the team we had last year? Um, maybe make a deeper tournament run. Uh, what do you, what do you expect towards the end of the season?
2: I would say, I would say I'd expect a nice little run. Um, just speaking of our coaching staff, like they've overachieved the last couple of seasons. They honestly they overachieved at Butler a little bit, and that's what brought them here. But uh, we definitely have the talent. It'll be interesting to see. God, we have probably an eight man rotation right now. It'll be interesting to see if another guy can like Justin Arms who stepped us stepped up for us at the end of last year. But if he uh, can get
0: back in there. Yeah,
2: yeah. If he can, if he can get back in the swing of things and knock down some couple shots because the Big Ten is going to be a bear yet again. Um, as a as But, a, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I would expect, if I had to guess, I would expect a nice little turdy run, at least into the second weekend for this team. There we go. I like it. We won't quote you on that or record that or
1: anything. And if they don't live up to it, uh, that won't be on Twitter. Don't worry. Um, that's good. I mean, I think that's the goal um, for this team, I though. I love it.
0: I think, that, I think they want to make it to the second weekend. It's called a good season, at least, at the end. Um, yeah, and as soon it... as you get to the – Yeah. what were you saying? No,
2: you go. I was going to say, as soon as you get to the second weekend, we've all watched March Madness, anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, so... even in the
0: first weekend, anything can happen. That's that's very true. Had some that's very fun. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. looking forward to the rest of the season uh, but looking at you know maybe your future what do you what do you see going forward you are you going to be into coaching you think or training more so what do you think your future with the uh, sport is
2: um, I'm looking to go into coaching I don't know at what level I'd like to uh, this summer hopefully to secure an NBA internship or something along those lines because I already have the experience now in college but I mean it's there's pros and cons to both obviously. Um but I'm I definitely would like to get into coaching at the higher level whether it be in college or professional. Alrighty, I like it. Bring me on. All right. Bring me on when you get there.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll do. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Uh
2: James, what do we got? you a good.
1: You'd be a, you'd be a, you'd be a good water water bottle guy too. Oh, like yeah. you you could be I think you could be the Devin Diet Coke guy. I think <laughs> that could be uh I think that'd be a good, good role for you. Um, so Devin, uh, you know, you, you were a little bit of an athlete yourself, maybe, maybe still in the intramural scope. I think we might've crossed paths once or twice uh, on the pickup scene there in Columbus. Yes, sir. Uh, any, any moments in your own athletic career stick out? Uh, you know, you can go back as far as grade school if you want. I'm, I'm not stopping you, but, uh, you played. you played, you were on uh, coach Flannery's team at, uh, St. Edward, and then, uh, yeah, the intramural scene is uh, still alive. I th- I hope we didn't end it.
2: I think it's still up and running. Well, Zaj, I think it started way back at five seasons with running bases. That's when my that, – that actually might have been the peak of my athletic career. But, no, uh, playing for Coach Land was awesome. As Frank knows, obviously, he was a heck of a guy, um, heck of a coach too. I would say the only thing about high school I probably regret is not following in Frankie's shoes and playing both sports. You know, I used to be able to play on the gridiron a little bit. Probably wouldn't have played too much, but it would have been cool to make a couple runs, be a part of that. But it's about it. It's about it as far as it goes for me athletically. Athletically. Are you playing intramural? What are we playing? We, we just got upset. Oh, wow. Uh, sweet, sweet 16 of intramural football. Pat oh, Middleton thought he was a thought he was a quarterback for a season, and <laughs> it moved me to tight end, and I think that was the end. Yeah, what are you doing? got you got to be playing QB. Try to be a locker room guy, Frank.
0: <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. Well, let's. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, Middleton, I know you've had your fun with him and a lot of other guys at Ohio State. But what's been like your favorite bar or spot or maybe just a good story from from your time in the past couple of years
2: there? favorite bar uh, i'd have to go with the ugly tuna too i mean it doesn't do the first one any type of job oh man i haven't been there but uh yeah it's much smaller much different location but uh i'd have to put it see i'm in the boat where most of my friends i i'm recently 21 so most of them are still hanging out on 13th Ave. we got to grow up and make it to the short north here pretty soon. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, (laughs) man. Hey, pump the brakes there. Pump the brakes. Don't need to grow up too soon. Yeah, we need to branch out a little bit. Enjoy your youth. Enjoy your youth. Well, you you talk about ugly tuna one
1: as if as if you had been there, or something like that. You said I've, recently twenty one. I'm sure just pictures and like other stories. people's videos. Only heard yeah. stories. Oh man. Okay. That. Glad. Glad we're straight on that. Ugly. Um, ugly hour. What
0: a. What a scary. Just what a scary. Just in general. Um. What's our next question? Just life? a scary. Just okay. a scary. Like not a Sunday scary. Just a scary. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, Devin. One more thing. We'll pop back to your athletic career. Uh, any any teammates that really stick out to you i mean you already threw middleton under the bus a little bit but he said wow. trying to be a locker room guy anyone else you would consider a
2: locker room guy uh, yourself um i i don't know we made a pretty pretty nice run my senior year of high school we definitely didn't belong in columbus but we we got there uh i'd probably have to i'd I'd say I was the locker room guy because I guarded Sully in practice every day, and I'm pretty sure that's the only reason he started. Made him look good a little bit, gave him, <laughs> gave him some confidence, and then uh, <laughs> knocked out a couple threes, and I took all the credit for it. So, I like shout that. out to Jack Sullivan. Sully. He just made only, he only made a couple, right? Only a couple, only a couple. Alrighty. All right,
0: uh, D10, I don't know what you're studying. You said something about family sciences, but – you know we talk we like to talk about finance here a little bit, and we're wondering if you pay any attention to the stock market
2: <laughs> you know Frank that is probably the one thing I should do over Christmas break but uh i'm not I'm not too big into the stock market no
0: no problem no problem but is there anything that you're maybe personally investing in you know in quotes it doesn't have to be financial at all just what are you investing in personally what, um, what idea what
2: what I would uh, say product? Something. I would say a, allowing Kevin K K.Wad to stay at my house five or six nights a week because he's always showing up with football food. We'll give you the couch. You you bring Popeyes every three days.
0: You're investing. in called return K-Wad, on investment. You're investing in Wad and
2: you're getting return. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're investing in. Don't tell the NCAA. But we're investing in K.Wad. <laughs> um. All right. That's great. Uh, that's a good investment. Yeah. Um, James, what's the question so we ask? Seven, yeah.
1: Quick question. Well, I don't want to ask him that yet. I want to ask him something else. Right, go. Let's not rush through it. Right. What Devin, What are you studying? You know, what other classes you got on the doc? Oh,
2: yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing sports industry right now. So I'm all in the core classes, you know, college sport, sport, business, sport law, just those very extremely difficult classes. Nice. Nice. So you'd say you're a sporty guy, like you know. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what you'd brand yourself. Watch it on TV once or twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, all all sports for me. That's it. That's it. Nothing else.
0: That's it. No, like no uh, weird hobbies. What's like something most people don't know about Devin Morrow?
2: Come on. One thing most people don't know about me: I'm blind in my left eye. Like fully blind. Full well, I can see like. I can see a little bit of color. That's it. Everything that's, everything that, looks
0: blurry to me. Is that been since birth? Is since that just... birth. Since birth.
2: Yeah, had a cataract. Showed up to um, first day of kindergarten and they did the whole eye check, and I told the lady, I I can't see. So <laughs> it's but not funny. That's, but it. wow. that's that's the one fun fun fact about me. Well, you've never let it. You never let it hold you back. Yeah yeah you can play that you can play like a
1: sympathy card with the ladies honestly with that you could say one i'm sporty two kind of blind in my left eye uh so not that you should feel bad for me but give me a chance or something like
2: that, not that you would need not that you would need that kind of assistance but hey zach <laughs> if i ever make it to the short north i'll i'll start using that line <laughs> yeah if you ever yeah if i ever let, yeah let me know how that goes i gotta feel it won't won't be as I will. I, I'll tweet the pod. I'll tweet the pod. There you go. Alrighty.
0: Um, our final question for you. We ask everyone. It's if you could be any professional
2: athlete, who would it be and why? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say Kevin Love. He's already got his championship. He's got the supermodel girlfriend. He has quite quite the paycheck coming his way. Um, I'd say I'd say Kevin Love. Doesn't really do my. he, he doesn't really go. Too fast on the court. He's typically jogging. He's just a relaxed guy.
1: He does seem on the more laid back end of the spectrum. You know, yeah. I, I've seen his off season workout videos. Though he he gets after it a little bit, but he also does his travel. Like he, he's got a good work life balance. That's yeah, a guy that you'd like to emulate. I like I, that.
2: I admire his balance. Yeah, that's what I. That's who I'd want to be. He's All
1: got right. a cute dog too. Not. I mean, I mean, yeah. You could say cute girlfriend. You might say. Smoke show it depends on your <laughs> depends on
2: your alerting. but the dog I think can't look past that. You, no can't look past
0: the dog. Why'd you choose K Love over Tristan? You yeah.
2: uh, is Tristan still going through romantic issues? I haven't followed the <laughs> Cavs too closely this year.
0: <laughs> I think
2: I think he like, I mean, he's got a new girlfriend. Three now, yeah, he shoots a little. Oh, does he? I think he, shoot, he shoots a little. Um, you know, it's not the prettiest, but it's been a couple of times more than Ben Simmons.
0: Yeah, Ben Simmons hit one. Ben Simmons hit a three. Well, D10, we appreciate having you on, though. Uh, We're excited for this game. Uh, Tonight, guys, when you're listening, North Carolina, Ohio State,
2: uh, what's your prediction final score before you leave? Come on. Ooh, prediction. I'd say 67-59. Fuck, guys. Hit the under. Buckeyes by eight. We're gonna have to lock them up. We're gonna have to lock them up uh, to, to get. Now we got. Now we've got. Now we've got Devin confused
1: a little bit. I was asking him about the pace of play earlier. He thought it was gonna be a faster game. <laughs> now he's saying 67-59. A lot of shots I, going up. Maybe, hey, hey, maybe we're, not too many going in. I
2: don't know. We're a we're a top five defense in the country. So I wanna we gotta live up to it. That's that's our that's our chance to win tomorrow night. All right. All right. Do you follow Ken Palm at all? Yes. Yep. Big big Ken right. Palm
1: fan. Beautiful as are we here on the pod. Everything we can get sabermetric in our hands,
2: we're <laughs> smacking it. I like that. I like that. They're a little high on Virginia, though. I'm not. I don't know if I like that. Dude, they give up like 40 Virginia points half their games, though. though. It's crazy. Yeah, that is true.
0: That is true. They can defend a little bit. Yeah. All right, Devin. We appreciate having you on, man. I hope you have a great night and a uh, great rest of your career at Ohio State. You know, don't don't rush. Stay in school as long as Go you rough. can.
2: <laughs> I'd say I try, but my mom wouldn't like that too much. So, thanks for yeah, having me Mrs. on, Mark. fellas. Yes, of course, of course. Great, All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. Hopefully, hopefully we make it to the second weekend, so I don't get uh, any Twitter beef going with you two. All right, dude. we'll hold you to <laughs> it. All All right, it. See you guys. Luck with, good luck with finals. Take it easy. All right. Thank you.
1: And we're back from that interview with Devin Mar. We'd like to thank him. What a class act, student manager. Uh, loves the game. And, uh, student absolutely... manager. Yeah, exactly. Loves the game, loves his classes, and that's all you can ask out of a uh, kid in his shoes. So, Devin, thanks again for coming on. And, Frank, without uh, too much more time, I say we get into it here and we talk about college basketball. You know, Devin was telling us a little bit, about what he thinks about this Ohio state team, but there's some other darn good teams, even in the big 10 this year, uh, namely Michigan who came out of the scene and, uh, they dominated the battle for Atlantis taken down, uh, both UNC and Gonzaga. Uh, they, they seem to be a force to be reckoned with, with Jawan Howard, uh, now at the helm of their team with John B moving on to the Cavs. So we'll make them our team to know come tournament time, you know, love them, hate them, hate them the way we do. Uh, they're, they're a darn good basketball team, and they've been a well-run program for plenty of years. Uh, Frank, I know well, you were a big yeah, they're, fan they're, they're of Xavier They're a basketball Simpson. school. They're a basketball school. They are a basketball Mich- school. Michigan
0: they. is clearly a basketball school. Um, I don't know if anyone watched Saturday, uh, if that didn't prove anything. But, yeah, they're, they're a really good program um, led by senior guard Xavier Simpson, uh, an Ohio product uh, from Lima, uh, Ohio, um, uh, we beat him in the playoffs. Actually, I think his junior year, good for us. But uh, he's getting his revenge tour uh, at Michigan. He's playing a lot of good basketball. Uh, Led them to that win in the battle for Atlantis. And uh, he's got a big man, John Teskey, that most teams can't seem to figure out.
1: Well, you said one Ohio product in Simpson. Teskey's another guy, Medina High. Uh, um, he's they have Ohio guys doing the dirty work for them. Um, you know, similarly they did with Trey Burke. Uh, so there's you know there's a little bit of a theme there. And that's what Chris Holtman's trying to do, is take away some of that recruiting pipeline from them. Uh, but this Michigan team, they go beyond just those two guys. Uh, they are a deep team. David DeJulius is a guy that really stood out to me in that uh, battle for Atlantis. And uh, Eli Brooks uh, hes a guy who can score double figures on you. Uh, just as of recently, they were about—they were in top five in just field goal percentage. So, yeah, they've got some big guys like Teske that are doing the work down low. But uh, I'm telling you, I've watched stretches of – play from them when they have five guys on the floor that could knock it down from, from distance. Um, And so, you know, I hate to say it, but got to give them credit. So this team has been pretty well-rounded as a whole. And uh, to that end, I think they, uh, they're a team that came into the season unranked and then they go through the Bahamas and they take down all these blue blood programs. And uh, it's credit to Jawan Howard and what he's done in the short time he's been there uh, because there's few people that could do that, take over a team and then just, pop out of the scene like that. So all things considered, uh, the Wolverines are going to be certainly a uh, battle-tested team when they when you have opponents like that in late November. Uh, Michigan State was the team that everyone talked about coming into this season. They've already lost twice. Meanwhile, uh, not too far away in Ann Arbor, they've got something good brewing over there. Um, so a team to definitely watch out for. They'll be in the tournament yeah, just from that stretch of wins alone. I, I think that was as impressive as it gets early in the season. But, uh, you know, the Buckeyes will – probably be in that company, another top 10 team, th- three teams in the big 10 already in the, in the top 10. It, it's awesome to see. I mean, for the level of competition, uh, which brings us Frank to a talking point on the ACC big 10 challenge, uh, Michigan, as we talk about them, they are playing Louisville as we record Louisville's up early. Uh, we'll see how that one plays out, but the ACC big 10 challenge, honestly, one of my favorite stretches of basketball in the year, because you get all these, uh, I guess primetime matchups between great programs. We talked about Ohio State, UNC, how excited I am for that. Um, but you, then you get Michigan, Louisville, you get Duke, Michigan State. Um, and for those listening, another matchup uh, that's on Wednesday night is UVA, Purdue, uh, two teams that have been throughout the program, or throughout the tournament uh, these past couple of years. And then Maryland. Maryland's another top 10 team. What am I talking about? We got four teams in the Big Ten that are all, yeah, they're you number know, three. Yeah, they're they're up there, all right. Maryland takes on Notre Dame, and so that, between these two conferences, I think they have kind of cemented themselves as the top two uh, in college basketball this season. I, obviously, a lot of year left to play out. The Big East, Big East fans over there, hold your horses, all right. I'm not proclaiming this for the year, uh, but I think these two conferences have some depth to them that you haven't seen in. I mean, in the ACC you see it just about every year, but the Big Ten, uh, at least with the way they've started the season you're seeing a pretty deep conference and I think, uh, I am excited. I, you know, me, I, I nerd out over college basketball, even though I'm not the most knowledgeable, especially on the betting sense of things. But, um, I am I'm pumped up for it. Uh, one thing we do have to mention too, uh, pretty awesome stuff. Always fun to see, you know, the early season upsets. We talked about Kentucky going down to Evansville, but nothing better than Duke losing their first non-conference game at home since 2000, Stephen F. Austin, um, getting it done in Huge. Durham, pretty pretty awesome stuff. In overtime, nonetheless, like on a game-winning layup, like just going coast-to-coast, coast, grabbing the ball after Duke had a chance to win it and missed. Uh, that's, that's fun stuff. I mean, Coach K, you can see he was a little upset in the post-game press conference. But let me tell you this. I, I hate Duke as a program, but I respect the hell out of Coach K. Well, He's a, did
0: you see – well, then he came out, though, like, at, like a couple days later, said he wasn't like himself that day. Yeah, right. Yeah, He's right. Very, Illness is an excuse for a loss. I'm trying to use illness as an excuse.
1: That hey, least, you know, I don't know if I'm. Even at Austin
0: one and zero against AP number one ranked teams in their career. All time,
1: all right, that's yeah, good to all know. time. Good to know HM. next time they play the number one yeah, team for sure. Oh, that's great stuff. We'll uh, keep but, that in the back. Keep that in the back pocket.
0: Yeah, it I mean, college basketball's picking up. It's getting exciting. This is a good time. Um, you know, turn it on. Uh, turn it on in the background. Well, they may be even Absolutely. at work. They have they have afternoon games a lot. You know, I don't know yeah. what kind of job you guys have, but maybe double monitor, get the game on one monitor, <laughs> get, get, get your work done, get your V-lookups in like James on the other uh, monitor. Yeah.
1: Love it. Yep. So this is um, – so what was I going to say? Coach K has been at Duke since 1980. Um, and so in that he, he had basically a 19-year 19, 19 stretch after 2000 where he didn't lose a non-conference game at home. That's pretty impressive stuff. So he's going into his 40th season coaching them. Uh, I don't know if they – I mean, they don't have Zion anymore. That's the big thing. Um, but they do have some talent. So I, I think they'll be an interesting team to watch here as well.
0: Um, yeah. College basketball is exciting. But you know what else is really exciting? College football, James. College, College. football is awesome because Ohio State was just unbelievable this year. 12-0 and season. Um, just f- first off, kudos to the Buckeyes. Um, kudos to Ryan Day. You know, he's 15-0 and now as head coach officially with a few uh, interim wins last year and 12 to start off his career this year. Um, he seems like he's got the team rolling, an average margin of victory by 38 points. Um, and they just dominated that team up north. If you were able to attend. Um, I don't know if you can speak to that game. It was awesome on Saturday. Uh, final was, what, 56 to 20, 27. 27? 27. One by 29, yes.
1: Most points scored by an Ohio State opponent this year with 27, uh, surpassing FAU and Rutgers, who both notched 21 against the Buckeyes. Wow. Uh, So give give the Wolverines some credit, all right? That's the best any offense has done against them uh, from a scoring perspective.
0: Yeah, I was like, Shea Patterson actually had a great first half for Michigan, and he still found himself down 12 at halftime. And, like, people were like, oh, man, this could still get close. I'm like, no, no way. Double down at halftime. Buckeyes dominate the second half. We got three Heisman contenders, um, but we uh, start off uh, this week, though. We got to get through this week and get a win in the Big Ten title at Indianapolis against Wisconsin after they controlled uh, Minnesota.
1: Yeah, no, I think we're going to give a little look into these uh, conference matchups. I think Ohio State-Wisconsin, the the rematch is obviously a big storyline there. Um, Wisconsin's come in with some heat and not only did they take the lead for Minnesota, they kind of beat them down after a little bit, too, in a bad weather game. Uh, but now they're, they're going to be playing in the Dome this weekend, um, over-under set at 56-and-a-half. And given the way Ohio State scored in that first one, I could see um, Wisconsin cracking down, taking away a couple of things, because the Buckeyes revealed a little bit more about their offense against Michigan. Uh, you saw them do some different things um, that they didn't do against every opponent this year. So you didn't see Justin Fields run as much. He was almost a guy that was strictly handing off, but he has that threat to him. Um, I, I don't know if I like that over-under or not, to be honest with you. I, I think we will see more points than 38-7 the way that first matchup played out. Um, but we'll see. I, 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 that should be a fun matchup. I, as a, an Ohio State fan, I'm not worried about the uh, the straight-up result. I don't think it will be um, too close of a game, but uh, we'll see. I'll probably be
0: on the Ohio State spread. Uh, almost. I'm definitely. a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, you know. There's still one more game for the playoff. We got it done. And it's pretty crazy to think Wisconsin, if they didn't blow that game to Illinois, they'd be playing for the the chance to go to the playoff themselves. And, you know, they're still going to have some fire up their ass. They want to play in the Rose Bowl. And they could actually get screwed out of the Rose Bowl by losing to us this week um, because they wouldn't be like the next highest ranked Big Ten team.
1: That's uh, true. And That's a they point.
0: Getting punished for a third loss. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But – um, but even um, – I, I I agree. I think we're going to win. The, the cover is going to be tough, you know. Um, it was just kind of similar to that Penn State minus 18 and a half or minus 18. We were up 21-zip early, but a couple mistakes. The game can get close again late. Um, I, I think we can get up 16, but then maybe a backdoor by Wisco. Um, maybe I, I, you're saying you like the under or the over?
1: I'm not saying either or. I'm I'm okay. being uh, agnostic here. Um, okay. I'm going to avoid that well, one if I can. Let's talk about another well, matchup that's more exciting.
0: Yeah, let's talk a little SEC action, the other big game. Um, first in the SEC, before we talk about the championship, Alabama upset by Auburn last weekend. Um, that will just officially eliminate them from contention, and that opens up the door for Utah and Oklahoma. But in the SEC, we have – LSU ran the table as well. Twelve and zero, number two team in the country, taking uh, on Georgia, who has only one loss. Bad upset against South Carolina. Um, it's the number two scoring offense, LSU versus the number two scoring defense in Georgia. They're only giving up ten points a game. What do you like?
1: I you know, I've been on Georgia all year, and I uh, I don't know what my affliction or I don't know why I like them, but sometimes their offense looks really bad. Um, like Jake Fromm has kind of I wouldn't say regressed, but he hasn't blossom the way I thought he really would by this point um, in his career because he used to be a guy there saying "Oh, him and two are like a package deal one and two now you got Joe Burrow is kind of taking over the reins right there and I'm sure Jake Fromm's aware of that storyline I think he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder Uh, if they lose they're obviously out of playoff contention too Um, I think uh, the way Georgia does defend it'll be interesting because Joe Burrow I mean yes he's torn up the SEC and like it was a shootout against Bama I don't know if this game's a shootout. I think we're going to see, we're going to have to see some strategy. A little bit more of a dog, a little bit more I, of think dog the, I think Coach O versus Kirby Smart. I think we're going to see some, uh, some tactical uh, procedures uh, implemented here. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, field position game. I, why am I saying this? I, it's going to be, this, this over is going to smack now that I've set, put this out into existence. Um, but no, I'm excited. I, I wanna say Georgia covers the spread and they they I think they have a chance because LSU's making the playoff, whether they win this game or not. I think unless they get absolutely blown out, they are like a lock in. Same okay. same deal with Ohio
0: State. Okay, but what if they both lose? Little scenario there for you. Ohio State oh. and LSU lose. They're three of four. Who, and who the, gets in the playoff? Clemson Clemson gets in. Georgia Clemson, gets in. Clemson. Clemson you're Georgia. gonna say Ohio, You're gonna still say Ohio State and LSU over Utah or Oklahoma. Probably they have a better loss. <laughs> they probably
1: do. It, it's a that. Uh, I don't know how much the committee does the "What have you done for me lately" game. If they do, yeah. you could almost say that'd be Utah. wild.
0: I mean, that'd be some chaos. But I don't. I don't expect that to happen. I personally expect LSU to cover. Um, no one's been able to stop Joe Burrow. Uh, he's gonna. He's been a Heisman all year. He's gonna be a Heisman again this Saturday uh, at four p.m. Uh, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, pretty close to Athens, Georgia. They're playing in Atlanta.
1: Well, that's true.
0: He's not afraid. Uh, I, I like the Tigers, and I like the Buckeyes once again. Uh, but those other games, do you, do you think Oklahoma and Utah? They're they're really the two guys on the outside looking in. Do you think they take care of their rematches?
1: Um, versus Baylor.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma, go go by, think, one by one.
1: I think Oklahoma does take care of Baylor. Um, that that that's going to be an interesting one for me. I'll, I'll have that tuned on. That's a noon kickoff, if I'm not mistaken. So you've got good action all day long on Saturday. So plop down on your couch and uh, enjoy. sit back and relax. Um, I think they take care of business. I think um, Utah, I, I think I'm worried about them. They have such a great defense. They really do. But Justin Herbert, I'm telling you, he's, uh, he wants to get his name cemented into that first-round conversation. I mean, I, I, I know it's there, but he's going to say, hey, you know what, I'm here too. Um, I want to be a top 10 player like Joe Burrow at this point. So I think we'll see about that. But I think Oregon. I like the Ducks, might, I like the Ducks pick.
0: Yeah, Utah's defense has been real, real stout, but I like the Ducks pick as well. And I like Oklahoma. They were down, I think, what, 28-7 or something in that first game. Mm-hmm. Went on to win um, against Baylor. Uh, and I just think they continue with that momentum. Uh, the momentum they've had since that second half and get it done. But, uh the other games, Clemson. I, I imagine will take care of Virginia. Um, Virginia's, you know, riding a high though. You never know. Um, but uh, Clemson just seems superior in the ACC. have kind of been quiet. And then the AAC, yeah, you know, Memphis versus Cincy rematch. Your Tigers are going to take care of uh, the Bearcats again. They better
1: for the uh, the betterment of my futures bet that they would win the AAC this year. They're were plus two hundred at the beginning of the season, and UCF was favored. They were like minus money. And, uh, yeah, I took the Tigers and 11-1 uh, and one on this season. They just took down Cincinnati, handed the Bearcats their only loss besides Ohio State. Um, and the Bearcats club back on that one late third quarter, fourth quarter, close game. Um, but time and time again, Brady White, man, I'll tell you what, he's a special quarterback. As Memphis seems to do, they churn out these quarterbacks that are great in the uh, high-powered air raid that M- Mike Norwell runs there. I think the Tigers do get it done.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, college football a great weekend of college football. Um and then the following weekend basically it's Sunday we're gonna find out the playoff, right? They they announce right away.
1: They do. And that's you know, it's kinda I, I still find it disrespectful because Army and Navy, Navy have not played yet. And you know, if they like if one of those teams won like a hundred or nothing, I think you'd have to auto put them in the playoff.
0: What, like, they, what if, they, like I'm just saying if Navy goes undefeated with like wins against like um, Notre Dame one year and like another good team. You you got to account for their army game, I would say. And sp- I think so. you, army.
1: you would see, you'd see it like mid season. They'd say, Hey, we're pushing back the selection show to like Sunday after the army Navy game which would be electric. I think it, <laughs> yeah. that would be a lot of fun.
0: So yeah, the following weekend guys is army Navy, but this weekend we got championship weekend, uh, a lot of great action. Uh, as James said, plop down on your couch, but let's uh, move on James and talk, uh, Continue talking about football. We'll move up to the NFL and uh, talk about, what was it, week 12 last week?
1: Yeah, I can't. I, week 13? I, I lost interest. The Browns, Panthers, they both suck. It was Ronsai week 13. In Carolina. It was 13. Yeah, we've got – that was the last week of fantasy football. That's That was the important part of yeah. uh, week A 13. regular season. Of regular season. Of regular season, exactly. But, you no, know, all my teams suck now, and I uh, – I, I've got no dogs left in the fight, so I'm just here for uh, wasting my Sundays watching team, watching my fantasy. Two of my fantasy teams made the playoffs, uh, but the Browns had their season ended by a duck caller, uh, so that was pretty depressing. We are five and seven. It, it was not not mathematically eliminated uh, for you, uh, eternal optimists out there, which I yeah, once saw myself I'm as. But oh god,
0: don't not here. I am. I'm one. Of, I am one of them. Um, I. Do not expect to make the playoffs by any by any means. But I'm just saying, guys, there's a chance. Um, we suck. Everyone knows we suck. Freddie sucks. Um, you know, I don't know why he's wearing the Pittsburgh Started It shirt when he goes and takes a great lead and just pisses it away so poorly Sunday to a rival ruining our playoff chances pretty much. But, but in spite of Freddie Kitchens, I think the Browns still might have a chance here, James, and this is why. Um, we can make the playoffs if the following four, five things happen with these teams. We need to go four and obviously we, that would end us at nine and seven. We play the worst team in the league twice in the Bengals. We play a three and eight Cardinals team. And then we, we play a team. We beat by 20 already at home, but that is the Ravens obviously, you know, so that's probably unlikely that we're going to go unfaded because uh, we've lost some bad teams this year too. So we'll probably lose to one of those bad teams. And the Ravens. Um, I think we're losing all the games. I don't know
1: but I'm not giving up games. hope. We can go four and
0: zero. We just then we would need Pittsburgh to go two and two. Indianapolis could go three and one or worse. They could not go four and Tennessee can go one and has to go one and three or worse. We need Tennessee to lose every week, pretty much. But they play Houston's twice still. And then uh, Oakland can go three and one, so they can't go undefeated. And then and then we would get in.
1: Okay, that's uh, that sounds like a doozy. So and not going to happen.
0: Would. Not going to happen. But we have one more week of hope. At least.
1: Okay, cool. We'll good, check good in. Good to know. Week. <laughs> good to know. Uh teams that are good on the other hand, like the Seahawks came out last night, uh, on Monday uh, night I should say. And uh, they they might be the best team in the NFC, Frank. I don't know.
0: Um they could be. They you know they beat the Niners as well, so uh, it's gonna be interesting. I think they're are they tied for the division lead now? Might, I think might.
1: so at ten and two.
0: Yeah. Wow, because the Niners lost to the Ravens.
1: I can't do math anymore. I'm I'm out on math. But um, Ten and two, yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, that's really it. We're both in the playoffs in our fantasy league, the Eighth Floor Morrison League or whatever. Eighth
1: Floor Morrison. It's almost the, a cl- play league. The Clark Morrison guess- League. Is it the like, Clark,
0: Clark Morrison League? What is it called? Clark
1: Mor. Our, our good friend Clark Morrison. That's it's yeah. who the league was named after.
0: Yeah. Big Dolphins fan. Yep. That's that's <laughs> correct. Actually, yep. <laughs> uh, All right, so. The Dolphins gonna win? They they just beat the Eagles. Let's talk about that a little they bit. They did. The Dolphins good for them. They, Gotta compliment the they, Dolphins when we can. They've awesome had a trick great year. Choir.
1: They've had a great awesome. year. Everyone called them out for tanking, and then they just said, F you guys, we are good. That's what they kind of said. All right. Who do you have in the playoffs? I
0: have you have a bye. You have a buy.
1: Yep. Some I have, Matthews this, I have Mike it. Matthews this
0: week. Um
1: Man, it's you know, gonna it was, be it was
0: a good parody in the league.
1: All right. It's going to be a heated end of the playoffs there. Uh, what also was heated was the end of the Bears-Lions game, Frank, on Thanksgiving, which brings us to our one and one, 1v1 one one bet, uh, which I lost again. I, I don't know if it's three that I've won and you've won eight now or exactly what that tally's at. Um, but we did have a slap, slap-giving bet on the Bears-Lions spread. Um, and... So we did actually, it was originally four. I think the line started around three, favoring the Bears. It just kept climbing and climbing up to like five and a half. Uh, we settled on four originally. And then I was like, "Frankie, I'll give you four and a half. No problem. <laughs> uh, and what happens? The Bears win by four. So we were about to push for the second time ever. But, no, I've lost this Thanksgiving bet. I didn't bring it up while I saw you on Thanksgiving break. But I, I do know what's coming my way yeah. uh, come Christmas.
0: Yeah, I get to hold it over you. You, you don't know when it's going to come, but I'll get it on video, everyone, and uh, it'll be good. I've got sense. a
1: genuine general idea, though, so like I can still sleep easy for the next couple of weeks. I don't think you're getting out of a, a Greyhound here anytime soon. Um, but, no, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to take a little break on the 1v1 bet spectrum. We'll, we'll get something revved up for Christmas break so that there will be more action. You'll see it on Instagram when it happens. There will be a uh, live yeah. taping. Might be in the yeah. mini lot against that Ravens game.
0: Ooh, I like it. I like it for sure. Um, yeah. Well, okay. We're not. We're not doing any one v one bets. Do you have any beats from uh, this past week that you want? Yeah, to Yeah. Sad.
1: Sad. Oh wow. I'm seeing a Chief Wahoo at this Michigan Louisville game. Sorry. Just a nice little hat. Little. I don't know why that always gets me. Chief Wahoo traveling around the around the country. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty sad. Um, no, actually, what uh, we like to be happy here first and foremost, let's be glad about something. I didn't have the best week of all time, but what am I doing at the rest stop in West Virginia on my way from Cleveland to North Carolina besides throwing together a little miracle, uh, teaser? Little miracle teaser Sunday night, what do I have to lose? You know, it hasn't been a great, great week. Let's just do seven teams, you know, click some random buttons. I'm just kidding, I had some thought into it, and I throw a seven team teaser together. Uh, it hits. All seven teams cover and then some. That's where the sad part comes in. So teams legitimately covered. There's no reason to tease them. I could have parlayed them to multiply that payout like a lot, probably like pff, eightfold. Probably could have made eight times the money I did on that one. Uh, so the sad part is, you know, par- parlay- not parlaying when you could have uh, and you tease instead. So that's why they call it a teaser. You, you get teased by the amount of money there. I actually have no idea why they call it that. So kinda sad about that, but really hard to be too sad when you do hit a seventeen prayer.
0: Yeah, I think uh my sad beat would be, I'm just thinking about it now, um, is I on our first uh twenty five days of pot or pickmas post, I I tweeted out my pick parlay and it and it hit. It was uh Texans money line and the over, uh forty four and a half. And both hit. It would have been probably paid out like plus three hundred, but I accidentally did Texans money line and first half over, and that Ooh, did not hit.
1: That did not hit because the Patriots couldn't score the ball for the life of them.
0: Yeah, so that did not hit. So uh, pretty. So I actually didn't make money off of my fire pick, um, but um, I yeah. had a good week. I had a good week thanks to the Buckeye ATM. Um, so I, I can't complain. I, I'm Buckeye this, ATM I'm, back in I'm business. Up. I'm up this football season. We did the math this after this weekend. We'll... We cannot
1: say the same ourselves <laughs> here in Raleigh. But it's all in good fun because it's just money. You can't take it with you. That's the important m- lesson about investing and in gambling. You're going to be wrong sometimes.
0: Yeah, and so let's, what are we throwing on this week, James? What are our upcoming locks for this week?
1: I know I love the Indianapolis Colts, minus the fact that Adam Vinatieri couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Uh, but they are playing against another guy I like to fade, Jameis Winston, in Tampa. And I see them give, um, basically being given three points. Uh, Colts are a better team top-to-bottom roster-wise than Tampa. And I, people are calling for James Winston's head to be gone in, in the Buccaneers' town. So I, I will uh, stand by Indianapolis despite Adam Vinatieri.
0: Standing on the corner, Jameis Winston, Tampa, Florida. Such a fine sight to see. <laughs> you ever listen to part of my take when they do that? Oh. Nope. Uh, Jameis Winston, dude. He he's. I don't know. He's scary to bet against, but he's. you, you don't want to bet for him either. I don't
1: know. I'm, I'm telling you, some of my biggest losses of all time have been one fading him. But yeah, I, I I will, that is one wall I will go to too often if necessary. Yeah, but
0: Colts plus three in that, I do like that as well. Um, I'm going to go with an underdog as well, and I'm not even going to take the, this point. I'm going to take their money line. Give me the Cardinals versus the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to come in a little too high on their horses after uh, kind of ruining the Browns' season, as we said. And I think the Cardinals uh, haven't had a win in a while. Kyler Murray is going to have a great weekend for me in fantasy football, as my playoff quarterback, and he's going to get it done. Uh, we're going to have points and, and body over there. Uh, maybe maybe just a team total over parlayed with the Cardinals' money line. I don't know if that's now, legal. Now but you're talking
1: out of your ass, and I love it. I do. I love every bit of it. I love Faden Pittsburgh, too. I'm yeah, all, I'm fade, for
0: Pittsburgh for sure. Um, I th- yeah, I just I, – I don't know. Devlin duck Hodges, um threw a terrible pick at the end of the game, a uh, terrible rookie mistake, and we didn't execute – on it whatsoever. Um, we can't talk about the Browns anymore. Cardinals money line. I'm a Cardinals fan. I'm not necessarily a Browns fan. Um, a Cardinals fan yeah. as well.
1: <laughs> Love it. I need to pick a new team now that Ron Rivera's gone in Carolina. I uh, I don't know, if you know what to do with myself anymore. I, wait, gonna to to
0: pick a, we're going to have to pick a playoff team at some point. You like the Colts yeah, just, too. They're, they're falling we gotta, apart. We gotta Chargers. Some, Chargers. Chargers. Some... Not looking good.
1: Yeah, that was actually such – I watched the the replay of that P.I. call that where the Broncos hit, right. like, ah, I'm so mad. All right, I don't even want to talk let's, about football anymore. Wait, let's, let's talk the market. No,
0: no, let's pick a bandwagon team real quick. What team should we bandwagon? I want to wait till they're in the playoffs. I want, like, a sure thing. I don't want to okay. join oh, yeah. a bandwagon like that's not going to hit. Right. All right, well, guys, we're going to join a bandwagon soon. But, yeah, let's move on, James, and let's talk about the markets. What's going on? What's going on with
1: Black Friday – what a great time for the markets. You saw like a lot of optimism in consumers. And that's also, also goes in line with the fact that like the uh, holiday theory behind behavioral finance, about how the markets go up um, right after holidays, because people are in a good mood. I don't know um, how true that has been historically, but there is a myth out there that, you know, around holidays, investors are definitely in a good mood and they start spending more buying stocks as opposed to selling. And I think, this year we are seeing that even more so. I mean, we've talked about it every single week. It seems like all time highs, all time highs, all time highs. It's still right, or, right in that neck of the woods, Frank. We are yeah. just building upon it. Uh, actually, on Tuesday this week, on December third, we did see markets drop for the, like the first first time in a while, like at a
0: significant margin. Nick's um, had a little spike. What did I say in the last episode? You did say it might be time
1: to long the VIX.
0: Might be time to long the VIX. That's what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, a little bit of volatility, but yeah, overall, um, stock markets performed really well. We're having the best year in more than half a decade. So in the past five years, this is the best year. Um, And I don't know. In addition, uh, uh, what do I got going on? Let's see. And I got some stats here for you, James, actually. beautiful i knew you had something for me yeah about the stock market's performance after uh thanksgiving and stuff so since 1950 the average return in december has been 1.5 percent um and when the market rose between thanksgiving and year end it went on to deliver a positive return the next year 77 percent of the time so okay now here's a good one in the last 70 years the market into Thanksgiving with a year to date gain of twenty percent or more eighteen times. That includes this year. We're up about twenty-five percent the p five hundred. Uh the average return in the following year after these twenty percent plus years come into Thanksgiving, sixteen percent. So that's, so we're looking to sustain twenty twenty. Yeah, we don't I mean I don't know if I, I expect sixteen percent in the stock market in twenty twenty, but I'm not saying I don't expect it because um you know the economy is doing pretty well unemployment is remaining low and as we've seen uh consumer sentiment is still up Uh, consumers are spending around the holiday season enjoying uh, and being thankful for everything they have
1: being thankful what a great way to incorporate the holiday the spirit of it um yeah no i'm thankful for the way the market's behaving too i need to start investing more in that and less in my bookies pocket so that's one uh upcoming new year's resolution. I've got, I know, I know we're still in 2019, but I've already thought about it. Um, so that's, I mean, that's all good stuff, but yeah, in, in terms of the economic data that's been released, um, we have more upcoming, so there's going to be a jobs report here. Um, unemployment numbers will be released. And again, you know, th- that seems boring to some of you listeners out there. I don't, I don't blame you. It, it, can, it can be boring, but uh, it's important stuff for how the market will behave and it can kind of dictate the way, investors yeah,
0: and, it, and it can make you money like, like at the end of the day guys we're here to make money in the stock market and it's doing well and you got to get invested I'm, I'm i'm telling you people if you're not investing your money um you're missing out on some returns and you're losing out to inflation each year that,
1: that you are like wow frank there you go boom so either either invest it or spend it which some people did uh when they were buying or selling coming into black friday and so frank obviously a lot of good sales Black Friday as a whole, I'm going to buy it. I, I like it. It's it's kind of awesome. Did I buy anything this year? No. So I'm kind of a hypocrite. But I know you
0: did. What did you buy? Um, I bought a VPN, um, which is, I guess, kind of funny. Like, it's I don't even know what it stands for. Let's virtual see. Private Network? Yeah, Virtual Private Network. It's basically just uh, to secure your internet search and stuff and basically anything you do on the web. Um, no one can block you. And it's funny because I can't get on odd shark at work it's like mm. just a blocked site but now i can with my vpn um wow so yeah it's a technology that allows you to create a secure connection over a less secure network it's basically you just work with these companies that have servers all over the world and they just your comp- people trying to look at your computer think you're from one of the servers and not from your actual ip so they, they say you to get it they say you should get it actually if, if you're in the i use my computer a lot my phone a lot you should get it um, and it was cheap on, or on Cyber Monday, so I, I pulled the trigger.
1: I respect that. I, I'll buy it with you, but Mr. Guy, first and foremost, if you're listening to this, your son, really hard worker, don't worry, he's adding value to your company. He's not on odd jerk <laughs> all that much. That's just that's no. his lunch break, during his lunch break. Just, um, just
0: podcast prep during my lunch break, exactly. Um, beautiful. But,
1: so I, but I buy it. VPNs too. They are important.
0: Yeah, you said your work has, no? didn't you? Oh, no, yeah,
1: Cisco's big into it. I use it all the time when I work from home. That's a, that's like one of the more common uses, like business-to-business um, uses. And I think more so you're going to see um, consumers get more into it the way uh, you, you just did. So I'm buying that. That could be an upcoming trend. Uh, well, let me yeah. talk about something I did not buy. It was given to me, uh, not for free because there's no such thing as a uh, – Free lunch, you know, Frank. Um, one, one thing that was given to me was a Google Home Mini by Spotify. All I had to do was pay all of my private data for, like, the re- like rest of my life. Uh, as, <laughs> but basically, it was, like, a roommate for me because I didn't have a roommate before, but now I just talk to, hey, Google, play whatever, or what's the weather, like, Google. And it's awesome. I was We're out on them before. Yeah, in good time. I, I'm satisfied with time. Google for right now. Yeah, Google's pretty cool. In-
0: people will talk we'll let you know what we're talking about in a, in a future future episode but we're working on getting <laughs> another roommate um not a girl we'll just say that new roommate um oh, wow okay and not human <laughs> <laughs> uh that that'll be a good little easier but yeah so are you are you enjoying your new, though? your fake the google home mini uh, I heard the word fake in there. That's not. Uh, <laughs> I didn't am sorry.
1: Um, yeah, really. I'm having a good time with Google.
0: As my, uh, it's, as my it's am- Amazon Alexa is probably listening to me right now. It's a genderless,
1: genderless roommate, actually. Um, Frank, let's move on to diet soda. I think we have to buy it <laughs> out of respect for Chris Holden
0: yeah i just added this in here during the episode uh diet soda i mean i drink it i drink a couple cans a day to be honest um i don't drink coffee but like if this is my caffeine kick a little diet dr pepper i'm um, nice and cold and in early morning afternoon time you know it it goes well i don't know so i'm a big diet soda guy just like chris holtman um and if he the way he looks at his age i i don't plan to stop that, that's fine that, that as you should um <laughs> And then one last
1: thing: buy or sell. Is it Martingale? Is it can? Is that how it's pronounced? The the Martingale uh, strategy the mat- of betting. Martingale.
0: Yeah, the Martingale. You um, start with what? Yeah, go ahead. You describe it. Um, it's a gambling system of continually doubling the stakes in the hope of an eventual win that must yield a net profit. So basically, you start with betting twenty dollars. Um, if you lose that, you bet $40 to win your 20 that you lost and 20 to win 20. And then if you lose that 40, you're down 60 because you lost 20 and you lost 40. So you bet $80 to win your 60 back and another 20 on top. And you keep doing that technically. Uh, Till you win, win that $20. Game, Till you win. And once you win, you're done for the day or you're done for the week or something. So we got this guy, Chase Payments, that uh, we've been following a little bit on Reddit and Twitter. I think it's Chasing Payments on Reddit. Yeah, and just imagine if you're doing it for a full week and like you didn't win, and then you just this guy does like one. this guy does like five team martingales. He'll do like an NCAA game at like 11 a.m., then 1 p.m. If that one loses, 3 p.m. If that one loses, it's throughout the day, um, I think he hasn't lost. I think he's won like 40 days in a row. Then so he's hot. So uh, shout out Chase Payments and the martingale. I like the strategy. Um, it's a risky one for sure because if you do go on a very cold streak, which Mm-hmm. We've all been there uh you would lose you would lose your bankroll, you know,
1: yeah, uh as someone that has lost been been on the uh downside of things lately, I'm selling it because i, I risk tolerance is now low, uh and I just d- couldn't see myself continually doubling doubling down, but for those on top, not a horrible strategy when you have the bankroll, go for it.
0: you did it to win like five dollars each day. You start with that, five what's the point? five ten. I don't know, free free uh four for four.
1: That's I do like my good I do like a good four for four. Who am I kidding?
0: <laughs> I mean there's a lot of value in five right, let's,
1: <laughs> let's wrap this bad boy up, Frank. What what the heck's going on in our lives? Uh well it was
0: Thanksgiving break. Um last weekend. <laughs> it was fun to be home in Cleveland, a whole lot of uh Lakewood bars, a little bit of football action for myself, people um, that I don't, I haven't worked out. I've I've been working out, but I have not like played basketball or any type of pickup. Your body is so sore after a day of football. Oh, mm-hmm. unbelievable! And then, uh, some good food though, Thanksgiving, good times with the family, a lot of F's, good fun, yeah, a lot of F's. That's football, the best way food, to look family, at it. Fun, friends, forever,
1: yep. <laughs> For forever, <laughs> just for one week, but that's great. I know I had fun last week too. I went to the Ohio State Michigan game before I drove back here, uh, and then I just started the twelve days of fitness at work, climbing the Jacob's ladder. Uh, so I guess oh, that man. was what happened last week on my post grad plans, and uh, that's also what I'm what I've got on the docket this week going forward. The Jacob's ladder, twelve days of fitness, and then I also just became a Lyft driver, so I'll be driving uh, this upcoming weekend a little that's bit a- before watching the Ohio State Buckeyes take it on take it home.
0: So that's a buy. That's a buy for you for you being Lyft, not Uber. Yeah. I'm just, was that, with a, Lyft, was that strategic? No, not
1: really. Well, I, so I'm a man of the people and I, I know that I normally call Lyft over Uber cause it's like a dollar or two cheaper. So I don't want to be driving for people that are paying more. I want people paying less. And if that's uh, a, <laughs> that then so be it. <laughs> I, you know what? So be it. I, I'm a man of the consumer. Well, I'm, I, I'm not here.
0: Well, I'm not here to
1: steal your money. Well, you you will have a report by next episode. Well, believe me. I do
0: like your new car, so let me know how it goes. Keep keep the car clean. Don't get in any accident or anything. But I'll also be making some money. I'm um, doing a little babysitting on Saturday afternoon. I guess I, I've never met the family. Um, Megan knows them, so we'll see uh, how that goes. Two two little kids. that are like under four.
1: Perfect. You can plop on your couch. Let them. Wrestle a little bit Do whatever those kids Kind of do And watch the football While they uh, yeah. Strangle each other Sounds like a great afternoon
0: Yeah And then that'll pay For some of our groceries Yeah Tony, you of
1: your gr- Love maybe it that you're Chipotle
0: Canes Maybe some Maybe some Sunday afternoon Little uh, kickback food
1: Alright Stop spitballing here That sounds good uh, Well, Let's go full circle Frank Our song of the week Is the Little St. Nick By the Beach Boys Absolutely classic <laughs>
0: Yeah, what a song! I mean, it's
1: just wow. It's it's a good song. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up that you brought it up. I'm gonna uh, go listen. Happy. To it. I'm
0: gonna go listen to it right now.
1: Me too. Happy St. Nicholas Day, everyone! Thanks for listening. Uh, keep picking on your 25 days of pickmiss. Really excited to see who wins that. Might even be one of us, Frank. We might outsmart. We're all both our one and one. So we're I'm both one and one. That. Yeah,
0: we got a chance. Um, Gentlemen's yeah. one and one. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Uh, go box. Go had, Br- I don't think it. Go box.